Mason, please, I begged, clinging to my husband's leg as he attempted to walk away from me. I'm begging you, please do something. I continued sobbing, my tears creating a damp spot on his pants. Don't let her die. Evelyn, there's nothing I can do for her. He bent down, struggling to pry my fingers from his ankle, then huffed in frustration. She killed Lawrence. He was my friend, you know. She couldn't have killed anyone more important if she tried. Throwing his hands up in exasperation, his doubled chin wobbling, he looked down at me with pity in his eyes. I'm sorry, Eve. I know how much you cared for her. I looked down at the floor. My eyes were burning fiery holes into the wooden floorboards, and I had to wait several seconds, breathing through my anger before I could manage standing. Cared, I asked, seething. I care for her, Mason. She's not dead yet. Turning my back on him, I stormed out of the room. Behind me, I heard him huff again in annoyance. Now standing by the kitchen sink, I leaned forward, gripping the countertop with both hands as I stared out into the dwindling daylight. One day had already come and nearly gone. Tomorrow I would lose her, and I couldn't lose her. I gripped the counter harder. She didn't deserve any of this, and Lawrence had gotten exactly what he deserved. He'd been a bastard until the bitter end, and now he was going to take her down with him. My breath came in short, ragged pants, my anger and frustration threatening to swallow me whole. Slow, deliberate footsteps shook me free from my thoughts as Mason attempted to stealthily enter the room. Only there was nothing stealthy about my husband, his slippers dragging noisily across the floorboards, his heavy breathing a telltale giveaway of his approach. A moment later, his hands fell heavily on my shoulders, and as usual, I had to fight the urge to shrug him away. I'm sorry, he said, his hot breath on my neck. In front of me, the setting sun was a burning golden sphere in the sky, casting a fiery heat across the front of the house. The other houses didn't get as much sun as mine, and I had chosen it for that very reason. After our wedding, Mason had given me the option to choose whichever available home I wanted. I'd chosen this one for two reasons. It was close to Liesel and the sun. My God, so much sun. It was always the last house to lose the daylight, and while the rest of my life consisted of so much darkness, I needed the sun, needed its warmth. Mason pressed his lips to my neck, leaving sloppy, clumsy kisses. He was such a selfish man, only ever thinking of himself and his needs. Both disgusted and annoyed, I felt a shudder slither up my spine and across my arms, yet I did nothing. There was nothing I could do. He owned me in a way a husband should never be able to own his wife. Not tonight, I managed to say, somehow managing to not sound as repulsed as I felt. I can't. Slipping out from beneath his grip, I moved quickly to the other side of our small kitchen. When I chanced a glance in his direction, I found him red-faced, embarrassed by my casual brush-off. No other woman in Fredericksville had ever gotten away with what I did. For the most part, I had Mason wrapped around my little finger. He knew it, and I knew it. Yet now, when I really needed the power, I had none.
There was only one way to save Liesel, something I had already begun to arrange, but had hoped I wouldn't need to commit to. We needed to leave, to escape. We needed to go back out into the world we'd left behind, that everyone had left behind. The thought was both horrifying and welcoming, especially knowing we could die out there. The infected still lurked. I'd gathered this much from Jamie and the other guards, who were often sent on scavenging runs. Although they weren't as quick as they used to be, the older infected and their rotting bodies were more shamblers now than when they'd first turned. They were still a blood-chilling sight to behold. The remaining infected weren't my only concern. Everyone had heard the stories of people who had refused safety behind the walls, hell-bent on living in the open and among the infected. I had no idea what people like this were...